Today's Ag Spotlight episode is sponsored by Energrow. Energrow's oil seed pressing system helps farmers crush their feed costs. The easy way to make fresh, homegrown, high-quality meal, plus expeller-pressed oil right on the farm. The fully automated Turnkey Crush Pro is easy to set up and run 24-7. To learn more, go to energrow.ca. and welcome to North American Egg Spotlight. I've known our guest today for a few years. We met at the Advancing Women in Agriculture Conference in Niagara Falls. And from the moment I met her, I totally gravitated towards her positive way of being and her brave get it done attitude. At the time, she had just started the Impact Farming Podcast, which today is very successful. I would like to welcome you today, Tracy Burnett. Hi, Chrissy. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to sit down and chat with you for your show. Awesome. Yeah, you get to, we're turning the tables. Usually it's you interviewing other people, right? I'm not used to this. It's a new experience, so I'm pretty excited. <laughs> yeah. So along with uh, being a podcaster and a businesswoman, you're also a farmer. So how do you do it all? You just do it. Right? Any business owner, you just do it. Uh, you have your responsibilities, and hey, you know what? If you got to work harder, you got to work harder. I'm not a big believer in the life balance. I think we need to put focus in different areas at different times, and then and then balance it out in a different way, right? If you're a business owner, you got to do what you got to do. And farmers, more than anybody, know how that works, right? For sure. So tell me about your podcast. Okay, excellent. So um, I'll start with our parent company, Farm Marketer. We are Canadian agriculture news source. And probably about two years back, we were looking at bringing content to farmers in a different format. Of course, we had news, weather, commodities, all that good stuff. Then we wanted to start a show that we could bring to farmers in a video and podcast format. As we all know, tra- uh, farmers spend a lot of time in tractors and trucks, and sometimes it's hard to sit there and read an article on your phone, right? Nice. You are out and about, and we just wanted to do something that is all the rage. You know what? I listen to podcasts, videos all the time, learn a lot. So we wanted to use that format to reach farmers on the go. And with our audience, we have farmers that come for a variety of agriculture news and information, but a lot of our audience are big farmers that are growing. And we wanted to figure out the information that they would want from us. And also what I was passionate about. I'm a business owner times two. And I've really just, I was born with a strong interest in the business aspect. So what I wanted to do was take a show and focus 100% on farm business management and people that were leading in the space. And we do dip into a little bit of the mental health and farmer health, because as we know, farmers, we got to have a good mind space, right? We got to be on top of our game. We need to be healthy and happy. And then we are healthy, happy farmers and everything goes well from there. So our show, the impact farming show, like I said, video podcast show dedicated to bring farmers farm business information in their inbox once a week. 
That's awesome. So who are the type of people that you interview? So I interview some amazing people, amazing minds in agriculture, leaders in their field. So anybody that's watched our show, they'll know the faces that come on to our show via via video or podcast, but individuals like Elaine, who talks about farm succession and coaching. All our episodes, I like to have a variety because as we know, running a business owner, there's so many different parts to the farm business. So in terms of subject matter, we'll do succession planning, we'll do leadership, we will do coaching, we'll do accounting. We have guests that come on to explore government programs and explain some of those programs to farmers because Agra Stability, Agra Invest, I had an accountant come on and share about those. You know what? They're great programs, but I think they're often underutilized by farmers because they are confusing. Mm -hmm. And really what I want to do is take the leader Mm -hmm. or a strong individual in that area that knows that information through and through, get them on the show and then pick their minds and ask the questions so that when farmers are listening, they can go, okay, that's how agri stability works. I didn't get it. Now I do. I'm going to dig into it a little bit more. So accountants, coaches, farm coaches, all kinds of individuals. Yeah, that's amazing. And I'm, I am a huge fan of the show. I listen to all of them. But you know what I really like that you do is oh. that when, when it's a complicated um, idea, I don't know, even know if you know you do this or not, but you say, let me see if I understand and you break it down. And then I always understand it so much better. Like, oh, I kind of grasping it from what they're saying. Cause I think, you know, an expert in their field, kind of can has the ability to talk over people's heads but i really like how you just slow it down and you say wait let me see if i understand you repeat it back to them and then they break it down further so i I love when you do that oh good you know i'm i'm not a shy individual but sometimes it's very vulnerable being on camera like this Mm -hmm. talking to bright minds in their field and then I can be sitting there listening to them and going, wait a minute, you're, you're speaking over, you're just, whoa. And then sometimes even myself, I go, oh my gosh, I don't want to look silly. And I go, hey, Tracy, that's your job. And you know what? You are passionate about farm business. And if you're sitting there talking to this bright mind and you have these questions and it's not quite clear, maybe somebody else in the audience is feeling the same way. Okay, good. And it, it can be a little bit uncomfortable because that's a very vulnerable thing, right? It's like, wait a minute, Elaine, or so-and-so. I had that experience one time talking to brilliant mind. And of course he gets his subject material and I'm sitting there going, deer in a headlight. It was some market stuff. I'm going, whoa. And this is all going through your mind when you're interviewing them. I'm going, no, slow down here. 101 for Tracy. And if that 101 for Tracy helps, then hopefully somebody in the audience is helped by that as well. So that's great to hear. Thank you for that. Yeah. So I recently got to have dinner with you out in Winnipeg about six weeks ago. And we talked a lot about the effects of COVID on ag on mental health, how it affects those of us who thrive on interactions with other people. Mm. You and I are the same where we just really miss just being able to hug people and be with other people, especially in our industry. So 
Can you tell us about how you've been affected and how you're dealing with this? Ooh, on the hot seat. <laughs> well, you know what? I am very fortunate. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a few levels on this. Number one, I am so thankful I am in agriculture for my business and my farm. Because the one thing I have learned pre-COVID, I think we were we took a lot of things for granted. We've lived in a ever-increasing, very prosperous business economy. We had so much freedom. Never once in my mind would I have thought that we would ever be in a situation like COVID and what it's done to our economy and businesses. Mm -hmm. Hotels, airlines, all of those industries, who would have thought? Now you look at them and you go, wow, I have business people in my community I know well. They are crippled by their hotels and restaurants being shut down. And you know what? That's massive investment. So number one, as somebody in agriculture times two, I'm so thankful because you know what? No matter what, people always need to eat. Farmers always need a farm. So thank goodness we are fairly stable in this industry. So that's number one. Number two, for a marketer here, we we deliver content to farmers across Canada, around the world. And the great thing is I'm not a newspaper. You know, I am 100% online. So literally everything that we did before, we have been pretty status quo. The only one annoying and frustrating thing for me personally is our show, the Impact Farming Show, was in person for every single interview. That's how I started it. And I think I was just about up to, was that up to two years? I can't remember. I'm losing track of time here. Yeah. Should be almost exactly two years, I think. Yeah, I was just about, yeah, in August, it was two years. I was just about up to two years of doing every single episode, sitting across from a person like you recording it, which was what I wanted to do, how it started out. And well, I wouldn't be the business owner that I am if I didn't say I was kicking and screaming and dragging my heels at the very beginning going, okay. I have a bank of content. I'll ride this out. Right. But as we know, here we are, uh, November, 2020, and it's still going. So spring, I just said, you know what, Tracy, we need to, we need to pivot and thank goodness for zoom. And you know what? I'm trying to find the blessings in here that we were, we will all learn to be smarter business people and use our technology a little bit more. And I was savvy, but hey, this works. I still get to connect with people. And the great thing, I'll put a silver lining on it for the show because I don't have to be in front of that person. There's now people I can finally interview because I've opened it up to Zoom that are in the States to different places I didn't travel. So economy, impact farming, and then personally, you know what? We've moved home. Our team is home. I'm working away. We're on the farm. I'm very thankful. I have a lot of space to roam and get out. But I think like anybody in this world right now, I would be lying 
if I didn't say, of course, we struggle with it from day to day, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of things we've taken for granted and enjoyed as our fundamental freedoms Mm -hmm. are just a little bit in jeopardy right now while we work through COVID, right? So personally, I I am strengthening my resolve. That's my silver lining in this and pivoting, trying to find the blessings and you know what? Working through the highs and lows of the situation, just like everybody else. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah what a thought. I know. Right. Yeah. And, and that's the thing you said, pivoting. And I feel like 2020 is just all about pivoting. Like you were moderator for one of the, the North American egg uh, roundtable discussions. And, and that was just completely a product of a pivot. Like, what do we need? What do we need? And just keeping your eyes open. And the cool thing, I agree, we've become a little bit more efficient now. We're not wasting so much time and we can do things a bit faster and, and which is strange, right? That we are at home, but we can do things more efficient in our jobs. Yeah. Kind of weird. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a different world we're living in. Yeah, that's for sure. So what do you think is the greatest challenge coming up um, for the next generation of farmers? What are you seeing? What are you hearing? Well, I obviously am very firmly passionate about farm business management and business education. Personally, as an individual, for some reason, I was born as a little weirdo that I I always call myself a weirdo, but I not a weirdo. I mean, I was blessed with an interest in business and finance since I was young and it's just carried through. And I seen that opportunity to just marry that business knowledge into an industry that we tend to be very production focused, right? And there's brilliant farmers out there, brilliant business managers, but there is so much as a farmer, you know, Chrissy, you're a business owner. I'm a business owner. Now take a farmer that probably works morning to night, producing the crops, taking care of the animals. Where in there do you have the time or energy to focus on your business? Yeah. Because on your business, not on your business. Yeah. Not out in the field. On it. Yeah. There are so many programs out there that can help you out. There's different ways to manage your tax and corporation, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. There is being stronger at your financials. So many farmers have just really maximized all the productivity with equipment and seed and everything we can there. Well, I want to encourage, and I see the opportunity as do many of our people that come on our show, our professionals, our advisors, they just really want farmers to embrace the financials as a way to really move their business ahead. And you know what? Uh, Just being strong at those numbers, because Mm -hmm. if you can be solid at producing and a solid farm business manager, hey, that's a powerful combination. So to me, number one, being the best CEO of your farm business. Mm -hmm. And number two, a big, big one. We know there's millions, if not billions of farm assets that need to be transferred to the next generation, Mm -hmm. succession planning, transition planning, as it's called nowadays. And that is just such a big subject, loaded subject, very emotional, very technical. So those two things. Yeah. And I agree too. I actually uh, interviewed uh, Elaine as well uh, last week. The, The most interesting thing to me is that that farm family business is exactly the same as a corporation, you know, in, in, in a 
you know, my old, old corporate life, we were like siblings. We really were the managers, the, you know, the top level management, you'd put us in a room and we'd be like, right. (laughs) And it's it's really, it's so similar to just normal business structure. And I think that, that farm families need to realize that, that they're not the only ones. It's really hard to get, you know, these, these leaders and managers to, to come together and really talk things through. And, and the cool thing is that they, you know, it's hard to walk, harder to walk away from a family, right? Yeah. Blessing first, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just so loaded. I mean, it's busy. It's just people have their own wants and concerns and fears, and then add that into the financial aspect of transitioning the farm, and and then add in like Western Canada and many of the provinces that have had severe drought. Well, do a lot of farmers want to be talking about transitioning a farm that they are just just having a hard time sleeping at night because the crop didn't come in and there's big bills that need to be paid. So it is just like a little perfect storm, isn't it? Sure is. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me what, what really lights you up. Tell me about how you develop the desire to, to really serve the industry. You as Tracy, not as the business. Ooh, okay, okay. I don't share this often. I, I share my business reasons. We wanted to reach farmers in a trendy format, video podcast. But aside from the second layer reason of my interest in farm business and seeing a need to bring that to farmers, there was a lot of different situations. Again, I'm passionate. I look around, I, I study and I look around and I've seen farmers on the, we'll speak to the financial end first, and then I'll talk to the succession planning end. You see farmers around that, you know, or out and about and you go, wait a minute, I know your size of operation and I see what you buy and that doesn't jive. And then sure enough, you just see big mistakes being made because the focus isn't there on the business end. I'd imagine they are running blind without financials. And if you don't have financials and looking at hardcore numbers, it's pretty easy to lose track of your expenses and revenue, right? And then you make mistakes and you jeopardize the farm. So that's something that really made me mad because I started learning and heck, you look at that and you go, well, there's not a lot of room for error often, right? We have a a profit. If we do everything right and it all goes great, start making mistakes or running blind without your financials. That can be, that can be bad, right? And then do that a few times and you start to jeopardize the future of your farm. And if we want farms that can pass on to the next generation, we need to make sure that we run it the best that we can now. So that's my burning financial passion end of it. And then probably the main reason I started this show is succession planning in my own personal family. And I keep it brief because it's not my story so much to tell, but I have lost aunts, uncles, and cousins in a very tight, strong knit family because of lack of financial planning. Wow. Yeah, I've had um, both sides actually torn apart by the lack of financial planning. And I say, okay, fine. That would be my grandfather's generation. And you know what? We all want to be mad and get annoyed, but sometimes that generation could be a little bit different. And they were those reasons, they were that way for a reason, right? They, they, They went through some tough 
stuff, building, homesteading. Heck, they needed a different mind frame and set of tools than we do now. And they did the best they can. I firmly believe that. Everybody does the best they can with what they know and what they have. Mm -hmm. So that's fine. We give them grace. But listen, my generation and the ones that can know better and should know better. We have everything on our iPhone, anything we want to learn. Heck, you can learn how to do open heart surgery on your phone. I'm sure. I didn't look it up, but I'm sure it's there. If we want to make sure that we don't repeat the mistakes of our great grandfathers and grandmothers and generations down from there, we can do better. So that's why I started this show. They may not have had the tools that we do. Heck, they didn't have all these events and conferences and an iPhone. They had a newspaper once a week. And how much focus was on transition planning back then? They couldn't do better. But us, we got to do better. And we need to stop repeating the mistakes that have been done in the past. We need to, like Elaine says, have those hard conversations and really dig in because nothing worthwhile is easy and it doesn't get done if we don't dig in. Yeah. Yeah. That is why. That is what lights me up. (laughs) And that's where your passion comes from. That's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It was really good to talk to you. And hopefully I get to see you again in person sooner than later. (laughs) I know. Advancing Women was just the last two days and it wasn't in person. Not the same. Yeah. Yeah. I I really wanted to attend that too, but there's just too much going on now. I couldn't take the time out, but but hopefully next year. (laughs) Next year. I'll give you a big hug when we see each other again. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me on, Chrissy. I really appreciate the chance speaking to your audience and spreading a little bit more about what we do. Awesome. Thank you. And if anyone's interested in learning more, you can go to northamericanag.com slash best of egg to find Tracy's podcast, or you can go to farmmarketer.com or .ca. .com. .com. And, uh, and you can check out what Tracy does day to day and uh, check out her podcast as well. And you'll find all the links in the show notes below. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tracy. Thanks, Chrissy. Take care, everyone. The way we conduct business in agriculture has endured a drastic change. Our handshake industry has traditionally been face-to-face, but with the cancellation of in-person events and farm shows, everyone has had to adapt from farms to manufacturers to service providers. With a dizzying array of marketing and digital business choices, you need to make the right decisions or risk not being seen at all. If you need advice or a customized plan for your business, don't hesitate to reach out to me at chrissywozniak.com or chrissy.info because that's easier to spell. Don't risk not pivoting your business. Find the path that will take you into the digital space and be seen by our industry. Fastline Auctions, the ultimate destination for online farm equipment auctions. Looking to list equipment? Fastline Auctions knows farmers, and farmers have trusted Fastline for their equipment needs for over 45 years. With unmatched digital reach and direct-to-farmer catalogs, they can find the right buyer for your equipment. Not to mention, they have the industry's lowest commission rates. And if you're looking for equipment to buy, you can bid with confidence. No buyer premiums, no reserves, just integrity. Fastline Auctions, your trusted platform for hassle-free, cost-effective farm equipment auctions. Visit fastline.com for more information. You can join us 
for a tour of the Fastline Auctions platform July 13th at 6.30 p.m. To register for this webinar, go to northamericanag.com slash fastline hyphen webinar. That's northamericanag.com slash fastline hyphen webinar to register now.